Are you ready for more miracles and magic in your life? Rainbows in Real Life is dedicated to bringing positivity to the forefront, celebrating the power and promise of the human spirit, and supporting each other in challenging times. Together, we are finding ways to make the future bigger and brighter for all of us. We will be sharing stories of perseverance, possibility, and promise in engaging with experts that are making a real difference in the world. Join us live on Facebook on Thursday evenings to engage in the conversation. We'd love to hear from you. Hello, brilliant souls, and welcome to Rainbows in Real Life, the show dedicated to bringing positivity to the forefront, celebrating the power and promise of the human spirit, and supporting each other in challenging times. We believe when we join together, we all live better lives, and we are exploring ways we can do that in today's ever-changing world. I'm Pamela Aubrey, and I'm here with my amazing co-host, Christopher Rausch, the No Excuses Coach. Good evening, Good evening. Christopher. Good evening, Pam. How are you? I'm fantastic. And yourself? I'm doing awesome. I'm doing awesome. I'm excited about our show tonight. I'm excited I get to introduce Anna. I get to introduce Anna. So good evening, everybody out there in uh, Facebook land, YouTube land. We thank you guys for being here. And as always, as you're coming in, please uh, engage with us and uh, have your comments and your questions ready for us because uh, we've got a great show for you here tonight. And here we go. So because matters of the heart have always been the force that has driven her. Anna works with people to heal their emotional wounds so they can live a meaningful life by trusting in the power of their heart. Her heart-centered approach opens people and companies to an emotional wisdom that allows them to see things they've always seen, but from a different place, a fully connected heart. Anna graduated with high honors with a master's of science in psychology. She became distinguished in the career of teaching, working with children of all ages and different nationalities. And soon she saw that the power of the divine love that flows through her allowed others to feel safe and to change. And then went on to become a certified become certified in the field of coaching from the prestigious IPEC coaching program. Although she is proud of her, what her academic achievements are, they are not what brings her in the front of you today. What brings her here now is a calling of the heart that consistently and gently whispers to her and to you, trust in the power of your heart. Please welcome Anna Levin. Welcome to the welcome, show, Anna. Anna. Thank you so much for having me. I love the double take. I love this. <laughs> thank you. Awesome. Well, thank Such you a joy to have you with us. Thank you, guys. Absolutely. So one of the things that I know that you love to talk about is the idea of a love alignment process. But before we kind of jump into that, I'd love for you to share with us just a little bit about how you found your way to the work that you're doing now. Wow. Yeah. And that's such a loaded question, right? Because I kind of like want to bring you back since the moment I was born, because it has been an ongoing self-discovery of who I am. Um, and I can tell you that I was born a feeler, definitely. And, you know, this journey has taken me um, deeper and deeper into who I am. And a lot of life experiences that were not perhaps the most pleasant ones are the ones actually that catapult me uh, to where I am today. Now, looking back, I understand how that has given me so much more compassion, 
towards, you know, people in general and, and people's journeys and, and hardships in life. Uh, but it also has taken me inside of myself. Um, are you guys still there? Yes, we yeah, can okay. hear you. Okay, okay, because I, yeah. I didn't see you anymore. Um, so, yes, so basically, um, for example, I my mom left when I was very little, uh, and I grew up in Argentina without her. So not having, you know, my mom close by growing up, that was a great source of, um, you know, me feeling not lovable or, you know, not feeling worthy of love. Um, so all that experience, you know, really took me to a deeper level. And, and it was hard, you know, because when you're a kid, you just want to be a kid. And I never felt like I could completely be a kid. I was dealing with this emptiness inside and trying to understand myself as, as, as a feeler that I am and feeling so much and so deeply. Um, so I'm not surprised that I am where I am today and doing the work of the heart and doing these beautiful love alignments and energy alignments um, for myself and for people uh, because well, it's just, it's my life experience. And we were talking in the green, green room. I went to school, right? I feel like I just graduated and I enter a new class. And now my new class is helping others with what I have learned. Um, and ironically, what I have learned cannot be taught in a university. And that has also been a, a lot, has a lot to do with my, my road of trusting in the power of my heart because I have been wanting to trust in my mind because I can control it and you know it gives me instant gratification so yes I don't know if I answer your question but <laughs> there's a lot of components there right that like life is all these beautiful colors and that contribute to where we we are so what do you, what do you attribute, what do you attribute your mindset to in, in facing all those different circumstances that you did? You know, some people are going to be facing those circumstances and not be as, as, as optimized in their mindset as you are. What do you attribute that to? Is it your upbringing? Was it your family or is it just, just the way you naturally are? I believe that I am naturally this way. I, I've always had a strong connection to source, um, you know, even growing up, I grew up Catholic and I remember just going to mass by myself. I would just walk every Sunday morning to children's mass. I mean, I was very, you know, I had a, a connection to the divine or watching, you know, uh, admiring nature and just being drawn to it and getting lost in it. And uh, so I always had that connection. But however, I have to say I had great parents. I had, a, uh, you know, great brothers. Um, I... I grew up in nice schools. I mean, all that helps. All that for sure helps. But I think it's it's also the grace, you know, the grace that I, I was I was given, and and also that I received, you know, because it's in us. It's it's available to all of us at any given moment. It's up to us to, you know, receive it or or change course because. You know, we're not the same way. I mean, I went through my hardships. I mean, uh, for sure. I would, look, I'm a Leo, so I'm feisty. Mm -hmm. no. <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> Every Leo is feisty. 
you know? So, but sometimes you have to put down the weapon because there's nothing else to fight. You just have to surrender. And so that has also been part of my, a big part of my learning and a big part of why and how I got to where I am today. Mm. Huge. Beautiful. Thank you. Well, and you were in teaching for many years. So how did, how did you transition from that? Yeah. Yes, it all happened. It started to happen when um, I was doing my graduate program and it, it was so demanding because, you know, I was a high school teacher. I had children, my two kids that I was raising. Uh, I mean, I'm still they're still with me, but <laughs> I didn't send them off yet. Uh, but it was very demanding. And when I finished and I and I wanted to do a good job and I did. Hi, Cindy. <laughs> and, and I did a great job. I actually graduated with honors. But when I finished, I was so depressed because I realized that I didn't want to continue in that route. I didn't want to become a therapist and you know, get a license and all that that you could do with a master's in psychology. Mm -hmm. So you can only imagine. It's like, oh, my gosh. So in that place of what now? is when I started to realize there's something else that wants to come through. There's, there's another place where God is taking me. I don't know where, but I just know that it's not going to be teaching Spanish in high school for the rest of my life. That I knew. So it was around that time, a couple of years later, or a year later when I finished, after finishing the master's, that I went into coaching, uh, a coaching program. And... I, I was after finding my passion. I felt like I lost my passion for life. I felt like I was surviving in life. I wasn't, I didn't know how to live. I simply did not know what, what living was like. And I wanted to explore that. Um, and that's such a scary place to be at 30 something because, you know, you think you should have it down by then. You, know? <laughs> you never get it down. No, I don't. Now I know. I'm in my 40s. I'm like, yes, I like this. This is so much better. <laughs> you know. Uh, so, yeah. So, and and I started to go deeper and deeper, and I started to commune with myself and and build a relationship with myself. And that's when I received my message of trust in the power of your heart. And I literally saw it as a fork in the road. And I saw you can follow the mind or you can follow your heart. You can choose. You're free to choose. Mm -hmm. And I said, of course, I'm going to choose the heart. I mean, duh. But little did I know that that simple message would turn my life upside down, inside out, you know, around. Uh, <laughs> However you want to say it, you, it did it. Okay. And it continues. Yeah, it continues to do it because there's so, there's so many layers to that message. You know, what is trust and what is power and what is this whole feeling? Like, how do we feel? We're so in our heads. I mean, there, there are a lot of, of layers to trust in the power of our hearts. And yet we are having this human experience. And I personally, I don't know how you guys feel. I would love to know what you feel. I personally feel like there's nothing more spiritual than learning how to be, you know, learning how to have this human experience. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes when we, and now we meditate more and people talk about more of these things, which is great. I do it. I mean, this is the work that I do. And, but I also feel that it's equally important to be able to be here, to have this human experience and not escape it 
um, because it is precious. It is precious. Mm -hmm. Life is precious and it's a gift, even awesome. when we're going through hardships. Well said, Anna. Well said. What do you think about Pam? I couldn't agree more. I mean, I, you know, was actually just reflecting earlier today on how, you know, really kind of going through the dark night of the soul was for me in many ways, the impetus that pushed me to a place where I believed that there was greatness in me and that I could do things that I never thought I was capable of. And so I absolutely resonate with what you're saying. And I just appreciate you being open and sharing your story with us. And I think you also found love in the midst of that journey, correct? <laughs> yes, and, and it's interesting when we, when we dare to ask ourselves the tough questions, even though we're scared, right? Because when I asked that question, that, that meant the end of my, my prior marriage. You know, and that's scary after 13 years and you have two kids and, mm -hmm. you know, you're you're kind of OK. You're a homeowner. You have a career. And to let go of all of that, I always say it's kind of like a country music. You know, I quit my job. I got divorced. <laughs> I sold the house and I move across the country with my kids. Um, but it's true. This is what happened. Um, so but when we dare to ask ourselves these questions, we actually give ourselves the gift of of a of a bigger life. Of, a, of, of growth, of a deeper love. Mm. And that's what happened for me. And when I asked this question, you know, I met Danny, my husband, through uh, the coaching certification program that we were going through. And it was just a soul recognition. It was an undeniable, never happened to me before. Mm. I, I am meant to be, this is my soulmate. I am meant to be with this guy. And you can, you guys can only imagine the sense of humor that God has, because for somebody with a degree in psychology, I started to analyze the whole thing. I was like, but this guy is, is 21 years older than me. And he's in, you know, he's in California and I'm in Texas. I mean, like all these things make no sense, you know, mm -hmm. but that's what trusting in the power of your heart means is an irrational wisdom that the mind cannot grasp because our beautiful minds are not designed to understand sometimes the irrational wisdom of the heart. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when we learn to discern between the two voices, then we can really live, you know, more fully. So that's what happened for me. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and what you're saying there is really beautiful. And I love that, that you put a lot of things as a choice. We get to choose what we focus on, we get to choose, choose to focus on the pain or the glory or the gratitude and things of that nature. But you brought up questions as well. And I'm curious, what are some of your favorite questions to ask yourself? Because I personally love asking myself questions. I keep a little black book on my desk. Like whenever I hear a new question, like a different way to rephrase something, because of, obviously if you ask better questions, you get different answers. So what are some of your favorite questions that you have, you invite your guests to do or your clients to do that helps them kind of look at things differently? Yes. You know, and, and I'm going to tie it in with what you were saying. Like, did you come in this way or was it, you know, attributed the way you are is attributed to somebody else. And I believe that um, above anything, everything and anything, I trusted God my whole life. So if I trust him, um, what's happening to me is also for me. Right. So I always had that. So I would always ask, why is this happening? Okay, what is it that, where is the lesson in this? Where is the gift in this? Please help me. You know, like, and just 
yeah, that's that's the question I would say. Like, where is the gift in this? What am I not seeing? Please help me because I cannot see. I'm so emotional right now, or I'm so upset, or I'm so whatever. I cannot see. Please help me see this. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you. That's so beautiful. And that really ties in with one of the questions I really wanted to ask you, which is what does it really mean? You know, you're talking about the process of people trusting in the power of their heart. Can you tell us a little bit more about what you mean by that? I know I it's interesting because words fall short of of what it truly means and I continue to discover what it means you know and I will I think it will be my practice for the rest of 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 time um trusting for me has been discerning you know what when my mind speaks and when my heart speaks and for that i had to learn to be quiet um and just listen you know learn to listen and and for that <laughs> wait wait there is more <laughs> for that i had to learn to love myself because you know we we hear that all the time oh just just be quiet put some songs or whatever put some music and meditate but what happens we hear our self talk you know we, we I think she may she be froze. That's okay. She'll yeah. She'll be back, I'm sure. We'll just mm. we'll give it a minute here. Give her a chance to check her internet or whatever she might need to do. But um I really love the point that she's making. I I completely agree that it's such an evolutionary process when you come to that point of really starting that journey of, you know, what is my heart saying to me? And we're going to bring her back in. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know. What my connection has been very sketchy. Okay. Um, so I don't know. That's okay. But yeah, we were talking about trusting. And and so for me, it was key to, to learn to love myself first. That means listening to what I need. At some points, I needed to go to yoga. I went to, there was this six-month uh, month period that I went to yoga almost every day because wow. I needed to move things in you know, trapped in my physical body. Um, and I mean, I, ca I can give you so many examples of that. Or, or I could feel, oh, I have to take this class. I don't know why I cannot even stand the teacher, but I have to take that class. So off I go. I don't question it because there is a different authority there that is not my own voice. It's the voice of my heart. It's still me. You know, it's not somebody and like, I'm not, I'm not schizophrenic. Is that what they call your gut instinct? Because I would like, I'd like to know more about that. How can people who are watching this, who'd be like, what the heck is that? All I hear is this chatter in my brain that I wish would shut up. How do people distinguish the difference of that? Is that, I mean, more I know. of a feeling or an intuition or how can yes. we hang on to that? That's um, that. Yeah. That's such a good question because for me, the gut is more like the, the, the fear response or the protection response, you know, that for me is what a gut feeling is. Um, for me, it's a higher guidance, like a higher self guidance when I can quiet my mind and tune into my heart, which we can do through meditation, through prayer, um, through breathing, uh, contemplation of nature. I mean, there's so many ways to get to that point, right? And for me specifically, and I don't know, I, I'd be curious to see if there's other feelers here. I am so visually, you know, how do what what I want to say? Like, um, you know, like I get I get distracted visually, so I have to mm -hmm. close my eyes. 
So that's number one. I have to close my eyes and tune in, in you know, into my heart. Um, and yeah, it's a higher, it's a higher guidance that sometimes the mind doesn't doesn't get. But I don't know that it's precisely a gut feeling. Like I think a gut feeling is more like a, like an initial reaction. Mm-hmm. You know. Cool. That's Thank how, you. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome. Trying to figure it out myself. <laughs> what do you think it well, is, Pam? So how does that kind of tie into the love alignment process that you do? Yeah. So what happened for me is that I, as I was, as I've been doing the work on myself for the past seven years, um, I was guided to go to this classes and get a tuning quantum healing and, and master Reiki. And what happened was interesting. I was connecting to source energy and source, my connection with source energy and that relationship continues to deepen and deepen and I am able to channel that energy onto anything because anything and everything has a vibration and everything has a consciousness, even a rock. So that's my gift. And I discovered that gift because I was healing myself. I never intended to do this work. I mean, I was a translator. I am a translator. Actually, I still translate books. Uh, I love it. Um, You know, but this gift has been knocking on my door and calling on me. And now I appreciate it more. I respect it more. And that's why I want to start speaking about it and sharing it more with people so that it's not like a weird stuff, but mm-hmm. something that we can all do. We can all learn to heal ourselves. And as the, if this you know, is a, a dripping faucet or a completely open faucet. That's it. That's the difference. You know, just, you know, I have a big faucet. <laughs> Everybody can have a big faucet. <laughs> mm-hmm. A big so. faucet. Um, yeah, that's, I mean, I, I had so many different things going through my mind when you said that, because when I think about drinking through a fire hose, when you have so much information, but it wasn't where I was going with this, but you know, when we're thinking about everybody that is watching this right now, either live or on the replay. And by the way, again, guys, uh, let us know what your questions are, your, your comments to engage with us. But you know, everything that we're going through right now with COVID, the presidential elections, all the different things that are going on in the world, there's a lot of energy that is basically involving uncertainty. Um, people are uncertain of what's going to happen. And regardless of what the situation is that they're uncertain about, what advice do you have for people who are dealing with that uncertainty about their future? Their present situation is is completely out of their control. They're, they're, they're worried, they're fearful, and they're just trying to find some way of hanging on and continuing on to get through this so that they can rebuild their lives. What would you say to them to give them some some hope and some opportunity? Yes. Oh my gosh. Such a such a good question and and very pointing, right, to to what's happening. From the beginning of this quarantine, I realized early on in my, in my prayers and meditations that the only thing and the most precious and important thing that I had control over was my energy and how I was going to use my energy on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Because I saw around me so many opportunities to just panic and, and it, 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 it it still does, but less because I've been practicing it now. But at the beginning of the quarantine, oh my goodness, I, I could see myself going into fear and centering myself back and going into fear again and centering myself back. So I would say develop a relationship with yourself. Learn techniques that work for you to center yourself because despite of what happens outside, which will happen, that's just life. 
things will happen. It's okay. They're mm -hmm. out of our control. Despite that, we can still choose how we are going to use our energy, how we are going to react to it or take it. Um, and that goes from voting, no voting, uh, talking about politics, not talking about politics. Whether it, doesn't, it does not matter. What matters is how are you choosing consciously to use your energy? I, I, I really, really realize the responsibility that we have because we're, we are in this very reactionary um, space uh, as a world because it's not even just the US, it's as, a, as the world, you know? So yes. we have to be responsible with what we say. And you know, Danny, you know, guys know my husband, so he's so mm -hmm. super sensitive and very intuitive. And he always says like, where do you think your energy goes? You know, like if I'm frazzled or whatever, mm. he's like, where do you think it goes? I can feel it, <laughs> you know? Mm. He jokes with me, but, but he's right. It goes somewhere, whether we are nice, you know, and do a positive thing, or we just, lost it with somebody at the supermarket it goes somewhere and so being you know responsible with how we use our energy and knowing giving ourselves the the power that is already ours like you were saying pam realizing that we do have more power than what we think we we have we are not at the mercy you know nobody's pointing a gun to my head saying like you need to feel this way so it, you guys are making me think of one of my favorite authors, you know, Viktor Frankl. Yes, Man's Search for Meaning. That book changed my life. I read it mm -hmm. in my sophomore year in college in Argentina. And I was like, you know, for those of you who haven't read it, read it. Be careful because you're going to, you're going to, I bawled the whole time, the whole yeah. time I was reading it. But I was like fascinated by, so yes, how can somebody actually be in such situation in a concentration camp lost all your family and yet find a way this Michels. oh it's just fascinating so you know if he can do it we can all do it because we're all we're all intact that's another thing i see you know when i use this i do this energy alignments there's nothing that has to be healed per se mm -hmm. we are whole when I see, and I, I wish, you know, that there, I think there is a book. I wish you could see what I see. <laughs> uh, you know, when if you could see what I see, the the source energy just just aligns the person with whatever is out of whack, whatever is out of alignment. But we are intact. There's nothing to be healed. Mm. Oh, I just I love that. And so, you know, if you're someone who you know has really been struggling. You know, what can you do? What are some simple tools you can use to help yourself move into that space where you feel more empowered? Mm -hmm. Well, and if you are really struggling, like we're talking about like really struggling, uh, reach out to someone that you trust. Mm -hmm. You don't have to do it alone. As a matter of fact, I mean, I'm, I'm, I couldn't do it alone for like 10, I, you know, 10 years. I was like, in a bad situation um, and yeah, just reach out, but give yourself the, the gift of getting to know yourself and finding what works for you. You know, even if it's like just breathing, I remember when I was in those very emotionally, you know, uh, trying times for me, 
I remember breathing so much. Back then, I wasn't meditating. I wasn't I wasn't doing any of this. I mean, I, I always pray my whole life, but you know, I wasn't doing energy work. I was, but breathing, I truly believe, carried me through those times. And mirror work, which I did not know that it was mirror work. Okay, there's a mirror that I still own. I still have one of the few things that I still, you know, will be with me for the rest of my life because it's the mirror that I had behind my computer, and I would just talk to myself. And I would just say, you can do it. You got this. You could, you, you got this. Everything is okay. You are loved. You know, and I, I don't, I didn't know what I was doing, but I knew that I was connecting with myself. I mean, I'm really being that. vulnerable I here. So, and then years later, I, I, I you know, cause Danny worked at Hay House and there was a book here in the house of, uh, uh, that was mirror work by hey louise hey it was so funny i'm like oh there is a book about this how to do it <laughs> so you're like funny. i already figured that stuff out i'm good yeah. i'm good yeah, but I speaking of intuition so yeah and, and speaking of intuition i would say to people that are struggling follow your intuition just be quiet for a second because you your spirit already knows what to do. We have self-healing abilities, all of us. We know what to do. Just follow it. Give yourself, like, don't be stubborn like I am sometimes <laughs> <laughs> and follow it. If you hear it's like, oh my gosh, I really need to get grounded. I, I really would benefit from going on a walk. Go on a freaking walk. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Even if, because sometimes the simplicity of the messages we receive, we dismiss. But Or sometimes they seem a little crazy, right? Sometimes you're like, I, I can't, that's weird. I, I can't do that. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. This is true. But you know, we have to dare to be a little crazy. <laughs> no. Absolutely. Never. Never. Don't, don't be crazy. What are you? Nah, come on. Well, and you know, it's funny because you saying that even brought up to me how sometimes I would literally just turn on some music, you know, and get out the hairbrush and just rock it out for a little while, you know, just like, just Breath to let go. Just, sugar on me. I could see you. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know why why that is so important also is because uh, and this is the 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 true pandemic that we we have is that our hearts are closed up. Mm -hmm. That yes. is the true pandemic. And until we don't realize that being a human being requires us to feel we we're going to be in the same position whether we have a good president or a bad president whether the economy is up or down it doesn't matter where you're driving a rolls royce or you know a fiat it doesn't matter i truly believe that that's the key through which we can live full lives is feeling learning to feel we don't know how to feel i mean we know how to feel the good things but we don't know how to feel you know, mm -hmm. and I think moving, moving our bodies help us digest those feelings. If we, we don't digest them, they get they get lodged into our bodies and then we start to have issues. We get sick or we have, you know, cancers develop, you know, back pains and all these things that they're they're basically things that are out of alignment in our bodies. So learning to feel, I think it's it's so, so important. And that's why the work that I do help people open up their hearts again and get rid of. 
Oh, I think we might have lost her for a moment. And you know what? That's okay because that's technology. Samuel mm -hmm. says hi to drop in for a minute and say hi. I'm the one that's always freezing. That's the funny thing. I know. Usually it's one of us. I know who's this guy. guy? I think who's who's this too. guy? Daniel Bruce Levin. <laughs> oh, and she's uh, back. What perfect timing. I think you know this guy. Yes. <laughs> hi, baby. Yes, we. It's not, and, and maybe, maybe for some people, some people have forgotten how to do it, how to feel. I, I think we have gotten used to overlooking it. Mm. I think we get the respect and the honor that feelings actually have, mm. and and it's been so embedded. I mean, look what happens, especially for example, as women. Oh, you're too emotional. Don't cry you're too loud or you're too whatever you're too much <laughs> or guys yeah, especially if you were a guy in that culture you know where you don't show your emotions which a yes. lot of people were yes you feel invalidated so, yes exactly. Mm -hmm. exactly so it's like the way and especially you know if you are like like myself I'm a feeler I feel everything then oh my gosh I don't fit in now mm -hmm. I'm depressed because I don't fit in I'm not like Pam I'm not like Christopher I'm like I I can't have friends because I'm different. So I think that's the yummy place that, that you know, we, we are in front of. And it's the invitation to actually learn. And that's why I'm so excited and passionate about this work. Because you can ask Danny. It's not like I am, you know, jumping into being in public. <laughs> but <laughs> I do believe in this message that, that was given to me for all of us. You know, to trust in the power of our hearts and what does it mean and how do we get there and what needs to happen. And let me hold your hand for a little bit while I help you to get there, you know, and open it up because you deserve to have a full life. And as long as we continue to be stuck in, you know, in our minds alone, we're not going to live full lives, you mm. know, and we're here for a reason. So let's be here. <laughs> that's yes, so beautiful and i know you have this bigger vision so yes <laughs> share with us just a little bit of what that looks like for you i would love to have like and speaking of music and movement i would love to have like theaters filled with people that are ready to open their hearts and ready to do the work and ready to surrender and go deeper and embrace the brilliance that they are, you know, because look at all of us. Isn't it fun that we're all so different? Mm -hmm. I, I think it's fun. I think it's great that we're different. Like some people, you know, like to clean and some people like to build and some people like to sit inside the building, you know, and do nothing <laughs> and just or meditate, whatever, mm -hmm. you know, but I, I think it's great that we're different and it's time that we come together and embrace, you know, our differences. And, and I think that's the former teacher in me, you guys, because I loved seeing kids, you know, be themselves. And I had like the kids that had ADHD, like working on the floor because they had to move. And then I had the, the, the kids that were more studious. They, they needed to be in the front. So I, I accommodated, you know, their individuality because for me, it was as equal, equally as important for them to learn Spanish than to be themselves. Mm. And so I, I mm -hmm. dream with, you know, theaters of people where I can hold that space and we can all hold the space for each other to be ourselves and to heal and, you know, have fun with source energy, which is the magic and, you know, 
just just be be great you know beautiful that, that that that's that's what the world needs right now i mean that's everything that we've been advocating on here on the show is just advocating the fact that we're more similar than we are different and the fact that our differences um are unique makes us makes it that much better of a journey to be able to see all the different diversity in the world instead of oh, somebody the other day was complaining about everything that's going on i'm like could you imagine if everybody was just like you could you imagine do you want everybody to vote like you do you want everybody to think like you do you want everything everybody's house to be the same color as you come on the world is a cornucopia of experiences and flavors and everything that we are here specifically as the human species, as you were saying before, so eloquently, we're here, we're souls having a human existence, as Wayne Dyer would say, and that existence is to smell and to touch and to feel and to do all those different things that as souls, we don't get the opportunity to do. And so many people waste that in mm -hmm. thinking that, that it's something that, you know, is just a given, but it's it's such an amazing gift of gratitude when you're actually in immersed in those moments really enjoying the flavor of your food really smelling you know the flowers and I, I teach my son that all the time he stops he's like daddy you got to sell, smell the flowers i'm like that's what we're here for baby we're here to experience everything and realize yeah. the diversity is is the key to having a really full and complete life in my opinion i don't know what yes. you guys think but for me yes diversity is absolutely critical yes absolutely i mean it's and i'm in awe like if especially with nature you can you can tell right away I'm in awe of how creation is so diverse. There's no two alike. I mean, it, it's beautiful. I always I tell my kids, isn't it amazing that the same ocean can look different every day? Mm -hmm. Every day, whether the, the sky is different, the color is different, the tide is different, but it's the same ocean. Isn't it amazing? So yeah, opening the uh, the eyes of our children, especially, that's how actually we change generations to come as well, right? and teaching them how to see the world or letting them teach us. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's yes, what I'm doing. Absolutely. Yes. So it's a give and take, but yeah. Well, and what do you say to people who feel like they've sort of lost the magic in their lives? Like they just are having trouble seeing it right now. Gosh, I can relate to that. I can so relate to that. I, I truly believe that there is a, um, correlation with uh, feeling depressed and being out of touch with our own hearts. And I feel like a lot of us have been or are in this space because of that. I would say, again, seek, right? Like the Bible says, seek and you shall find. You have to seek. And the minute that you allow yourself to even just, just a thought of saying, I don't want to feel this way. I want to connect with myself. Or like I said, you know, seven years ago, I, I lost my passion. I, I, I want to find my passion again. I had no idea how to go about it or what to do. Or, but, you know, things start to happen because we are energy. So mm -hmm. we start to attract the right person or read the right article or the right book or, you know, we encounter somebody at the gas station. We have to pay attention, you know, and, and, get the reins of our life again you know so that's what i would say just be be kind with yourself be compassionate with yourself um and give yourself the gift of asking hmm, how do i want to feel and how do i get there you know it's okay not to know actually it's great not to know because then mm -hmm. we can learn something new so that's so yeah, beautiful that's it really is. You know, it's a process. I think sometimes when we're in that space where, you know, we're feeling 
challenged, where it's painful or it's difficult, we just want to get out. You know, it's like, what's, where's the nearest exit? But part of the process is being in that moment and finding ourselves, finding what's meaningful in that moment and knowing that that will help take us to the next place. Yes. And I think, I mean, it's, it's a natural reaction to want to get out of pain or uncomfortableness. And yet if we were to trust that there is a lesson and there is a growth and there is a gift that wants to come through in that moment, if we can just hold on. And I know, believe me, I've been in so many uncomfortable situations, um, emotionally, physically, like, you know, and Mm. so I'm not just saying this, I lived this and I live it on a daily basis. But I, I truly believe that on the other side of that, it's what we're seeking. You know, so if we can just be a little bit more patient with ourselves and a little bit more loving towards ourselves, Mm. you know, we might just discover something that we didn't know before or we we didn't have before. And then in turn, then we turn around. It's like, oh, guess what? Mm. I can help you with that. I know exactly how you feel. You know, like I did today, somebody reached out to me, you know, and I knew exactly, I'm like, I know exactly how you feel. I know exactly what to do. Mm-hmm. This is what, this is what you could. And she was so grateful. She's like, oh, thank you so much. I'm like, no, of course, my pressure, I got your back, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's what it's about, right? It's, it's, it's not like who's better or worse or like, you know, like we were talking with Christopher, like more accomplished or less accomplished. To me, life is about growing, coming together and smelling the flowers, you know? Mm. Absolutely. So beautiful. Thank you so much for for sharing everything that you've shared with us tonight and just really being truly authentic about your journey and the struggles that you've had and the struggles that you still experience because that's that's what makes us all human. So thank you for being here and just being just an amazing spirit. And of course, people can get a hold of you there at your website. Um, So thank you. Thank you guys for having this platform where we can come together and just you know, converse and hopefully help people and just come together. I think that's the main thing. Yeah. Absolutely. (laughs) And such a joy to have you here. I know that this message is really going to encourage a lot of people. You know, I think going back to what you were just saying, you know, we really do. A lot of times we try to find that, that way out of pain and yet there is some value there. And I love what you shared tonight because I think, what you were really saying is that those are opportunities. Those are the times when we really have to dig deep, but that the gift is that we learn these things that will take us out of those places. Yes, and that you don't have to do it alone. There's so many of us that are you know, ready to, to help. That's what I'm here to do. I mean, I I know it more than this quarantine is the gift that it has given me. (laughs) I am so clear that I'm here to to do this work, this energy work, this, you know, trusting in the power of our hearts, helping people open up their hearts. What does it freaking mean to, you know, to feel all of that? That's what I'm here. So use me, (laughs) call me. (laughs) I love it. I love it. And just to know that, Other people have been here. I know each one of us has been in that place before ourselves where we didn't know what the next step was going to be. And we really didn't see a way out and we didn't have hope. 
And so we completely understand what it means to be in that position. And so I love, I love that you're encouraging people to reach out. It's so important. And I just want to tell everyone, you know, thank you for being here again with us tonight, as always, you know, sharing your comments and sharing your hearts with us as well. I know this was a special message and I'm so grateful that Anna was here to share it with all of us. And thank you for sharing this out as well. We really appreciate that. And again, yes, this is Anna's website. So you can find her there and then you can also find her on Instagram. And if you don't mind, um, Anna, just for those who will be listening on the podcast, do you mind actually detailing out your website and your Instagram so they can hear that? Absolutely. It's my full name, Anna Laura Levin, which is A-N-A-L-A-U-R-A-L-E-V-I-N dot -A -A -E um, com or, you know, handle Anna Laura Levin. So. Love it. Wonderful. Well, thank you again. We so appreciate you being here with us. Such a joy to be with you. Lots of love to you and lots of love to all of you out there listening. Christopher, Likewise. any last words? <laughs> last words jesus um you know me i'm not good with that short word but, um yeah um we could be here a minute love yourself love yourself love yourself forgive yourself invest in yourself be with yourself listen to yourself yes love it thank you all so much and thank you again anna thank you guys thank you anna you rock much love much love much love you guys good rock night, Say, have a great night <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. We want to thank you for listening today. We know you have many choices for content, and we are grateful you chose us. You can always find more of our episodes at the Energy Healing Network on YouTube. Please do make sure to subscribe to the channel so you can easily find more episodes or watch when we go live. Thank you again for listening and sharing these messages with others who you wish to encourage and uplift.